When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it was a disgraceful performance and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast's preview series for the 2021 IPL. On this episode we will be talking about last year's runners-up, the Delhi Capitals. I'm Jack Hope, and I'm joined by Ross Legg. How you doing, Ross? Yeah, I'm wonderful. Thanks, mate. I'm joined by Max Roy Brown. Oh yeah, I'm getting excited now. We're getting close. I've got to say, how are you doing to you? And we're joined by Dan Weston. How are you doing, Dan? I'm good, Jack. All good. Cool. Before we get into the Capitals, uh, a quick reminder to like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on uh, or watching. Uh, and that you should head over to our Twitter at the Cricket Pod or our Instagram also at the Cricket Pod. And on Thursday this week, 9:30 p.m. in India, 5 p.m. in the UK, we're doing a live stream of some IPL stuff. We'll have a Q and A. Uh, we've got like overall predictions, uh, and you know we'll we've got a random draw, uh, which is going to be really really good. Um, Ross, talk to me about Delhi, but don't talk to me about the cricket team. I want to know about Delhi first. Okay, Delhi. well, that's all. <laughs> well, so, and, and, so, and so does the dog. The, the dog definitely wants to hear about Delhi. So, uh, Delhi is India's capital. Um, it is the second most populated city in the world with 31 million people. Um, so, there's plenty of fans. If you're going to go for a local fan base, that is a good fan base to go for. Go for. We should um, break our home. download record. <laughs> well, quite possibly, quite possibly. Uh, it is home to the world's tallest brick structure, um, the Qutub Minar, um, which stands at 73 metres. So if uh, you've ever been um, been impressed by kind of clay that's been in a kiln for a little while, then um, that is your kind of thing to go for. Um, it's a really nice juxtaposition of Delhi. Uh, 20% of it is covered by greenery and forestry. Um but it is one of the most polluted cities of the world, uh, ranked number five in 2019. Um, but sanitation, and this is critical um, in the developing world and in every, every in, in the developed world, um, is clearly it, it should be on everyone's minds. Hygiene is the uh, is the uh, is to be the word of the year in terms of washing your hands of COVID, etc. Um, and Delhi went one better; they have the world's only international toilet museum. Um, that is good. That's what. What more? What more do you want? That's a commitment to uh, hygiene. That really, that really truly is. Um, as long and... as you wash your hands after you've been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then to wrap up the intro, uh, we'd have to go to the cricket team. Um, this team used to be called the Delhi Daredevils, but because, like many Daredevils, they always promised so much and just ultimately delivered heartbreak to their families and fans. Um, they had to change it, right? So uh, they changed the name in 2018 to the Delhi Capitals um, because Delhi is the power centre of the country. It is the capital. Therefore, we name them 
Delhi Capitals, is what their owner came out and said. Um, all in all, though, uh, Delhi sounds like a great place. Uh, I would love to visit. And I think um, they are, as you said uh, in the, in the build-up, they are one of the best teams in the IPL. Um, so let's start talking about um, kind of their pedigree. Um, one of the best teams last year, they've never won the competition. Um, they... Um, I don't flattered to deceive sometimes, and they did pick up the reputation of being called Delhi Crapitals by some unruly areas of their fan base. Um, not sure if that was related to the toilet uh, museum, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, they are coached by Ricky Ponting, um, and that is well, that is, is a really important factor. Ricky Ponting doing this because they picked up a certain someone in the IPL auction, which didn't particularly make sense to anybody. Um, Jack, have you seen what's happened uh, or seen who's coming to replace Shreyas Iyer, who's been ruled out of the tournament or most of the tournament with uh, injury? No, I have 100% seen this, but I've forgotten. Oh, well, it's uh, it's our boy, Rishab Pant. Oh, yes, of course it is. I thought you meant selected to, 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 to replace him. Yes, Pant, not Ashwood. That is a, that's um, a disgrace. It's an affront to all thinking cricketers, although I'm, I'm sure Rishab Pant and, and the many Rishab Pant fans out there will be happy with the decision. So sometimes I kind of think they've, they've done a bit of an England here. They've taken what is a promising young player who has just come into a bit of form and they've gone, burden of captaincy. That's what this guy needs. <laughs> when, they've, when they've got people like Rahane, they've got people like Ravi Chandran Ashwin kind of in, their, in their side. Um, and I think that is a, that's a missed opportunity for them. Um, so not entirely convinced it is the right decision, but it's difficult play. though, isn't it? Because he he was the vice captain, so you then have the the danger of saying, "I know you're the vice captain, but we actually don't want you to be the captain when the captain's not here." Sorry. Yeah, and there is some there is some succession planning. I mean, we've taken the mick out of some of these teams who clearly don't do any succession planning, and actually this is probably quite a nice thing to do. But I just yeah. thought in, in in this tournament when Delhi probably, they're so close to to having the opportunity to win here that they could have had a proper outstanding captain. But um, sometimes, and some certain people on this podcast don't see how much impact a captain actually has on a T Twenty side. So uh, we'll, on the we'll, other we'll hand, on the other hand, we don't know that Rishabh Pant is a bad captain. He might be. It might turn out that he's fantastic. He that, could be maverick genius. Yeah, he could be a maverick genius. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he, he he could be a good or a bad captain. I think my my argument here is that the burden of captaincy, regardless of any team, sometimes has the opposite effect. Right? You stop scoring runs. You stop being so free spirited. You stop being Rishabh Pant. And I just think risking that is not what you want when he didn't have a very good IPL 20. You want him to go in just being like, I'm going to go and smash loads of runs all over the place. Um, let's talk about their squad. Um, Dan, from an auction strategy point of view, um, RCB done them a kipper, didn't they? Well, it worked out that way, I think. Um, although you could say that maybe you talked, we talked a bit in the Sunrisers podcast about kind of them having a sort of second chance to make it right. And, uh, I think Steve Smith coming in for Shreyas Iyer, that Ayer's injury has kind of made the Smith purchase look astute, where I think realistically it probably wasn't. Um, the I don't understand why a team who's already got Rahane and Shreyas Ayer as local players would need Smith as an overseas. It just makes no sense whatsoever. So, so my my notes on them for prior to the auction were need opening batsmen. Lower order hitters and all rounders, and a high quality pace bowler. Well, Steve Smith certainly doesn't fit into any of those brackets at all. 
Well, um, so it just made no sense to me at all. Whether 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 the RCB were done them up like a kipper is a, is another matter entirely. Maybe they would they just cost them a little bit more, and maybe they were just bought him at two crore anyway. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. So is there that bit? So we 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 mentioned it before, but there's quite a lot of Australians in yes. the IPL. And Ricky Ponting, being the the leader and legend of Delhi Capitals, and Steve Smith kind of coming in, is there is there an Aussie bias that does exist because of the coaches that are in play? And there's a kind of there is there's loads of Aussie coaches in in T Twenty cricket, uh, or is it just a case of that recency bias that we've talked about before, Jack? Um, I, I, in this one. I, I so I think like to answer your points individually, I think having loads of Australian coaches definitely means that more Australian players get picked up because people know about them, whereas you know they probably don't know about other places, uh, other players. The other thing, like just on that point as well, is that these coaches they they do the they coach their IPL franchise for only some of the year, so they don't necessarily have the bandwidth to you know go and scout the blast and then go and scout the CPL. It's 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 they're very much. Sort of in, do the job for a bit, and then out. I think the the, the on the recency bias point, uh, Dan, you've talked about this loads. I I, I think having the uh, what's it called, the big bash, as like the prelude to the IPL auction is an absolute you know like godsend for a lot of middleweight Australian cricketers. Who who the prawn, get, the prawn cocktail to the roast dinner? Yeah, yeah. They're just they're just presented in the shop window, and they don't. I mean, they don't even have to necessarily do that well. They just have to play well, like twice, and then probably an Australian coach will be like, "Yeah, we'll have you." And that probably, you know, that 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 recency bias that probably also extends into the Australian international summer. Uh, I think in the case of Smith, I don't think it's necessarily one of those picks. I think it's that his name is Steve Smith and everyone knows he's one of the best batters in the world. Um, and then they don't necessarily complete that thought process, which is in test cricket. Um, like, and, and I actually, I mean, like if I was, if I, if I owned a franchise, I, there's, I, you, I, you couldn't pay me to take Steve Smith, let alone get me to fork over money to bring him into my team. I just think there are so many better options. And, and most critically, there are plenty of, better Indian options um, to, to, to perform that. Like, well, I mean, let's be honest, it's going to be a pretty bog-standard anchor role. It's the least important position in the team in the IPL because there's just so many people who can do it. Well, very well put. So speaking about the strong Indian batting talent, they do actually have a really good core of Indian players on this side. So Shikadarwan, Privdi Shaw, Rahane, Pant, I mean, Shreyas, I obviously out injured. That is a good core of Indian batsmanship. Um, and I think... Privdi Shaw was terrible, it's fair to say, in the last one. But he has picked up form recently, so um, that could bode well for them throughout the tournament. And they, they, they do like to um, what that, have a bit of faith in people, which I think is great to see. Um, Dan, you mentioned Stoyness earlier on one of the earlier podcasts. Um, I was surprised to see um, that he was moved up and down so much, but that was because of the imbalance in their squad, right? But Shimron Hetmeyer... What is he doing back in this team? Like, surely he was one of the people. If you were going to go for an auction strategy, Shimron Hetmeyer would have been released back into the player pool, and you could probably have picked him up for a much cheaper price or a better player. 
agree completely. And I, I put that in my Twitter mega thread at the time as well. That I, I just don't understand the rationale of, of retaining Hetmeyer for such a big price when they already had a low budget. So they could have they could have freed up a space. They could have freed up a, a budget to to really make some better choices. Um, I'm pretty sure that the way that the the auction transpired that you could have got hit my bat for base price if you wanted to the demand on overseas batters was minimal so mm. i don't i don't i don't see hetmeyer retention being smart at all um now also as you say ross you, you could have picked up a better player as well and, and and there were players out there who i perceive to be better better overseas options than, than shimron hetmeyer i don't have hetmeyer in my best Delhi 11 at the moment so I think that, mm-hmm. that probably maybe says says a lot as well uh yeah and with with Stoinis you mentioned about his his role um it was it's a bit of a strange one with him because a few couple of years back I really was strong on the opinion that he could only open and he would could be a liability batting anywhere else but he's kind of flipped the switch a bit and and he's got a lot better later on in, in his team's innings and struggles mm-hmm. a bit more takes the Coley role if you like in the first half of 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 his team's innings and then and then looks to try and accelerate so he's kind of brought a different string to his bow um I'm still not a massive lover of players who don't have a massive peak strike rate and you don't get four overs out of them either and it's I just I call them luxury players basically and I'm not a huge fan of those type of players uh, be it you know someone like Stoyanis or or, or Brathwaite or, or some mm. similar type of players. Um, he does have a good smile though, well, so that, that that's a that's a big plus point when it comes to sponsorship. <laughs> so that's uh, let's, let's always consider that. Uh, let's let's just just switch and talk about their bowling. So their bowling lineup is is a strong lineup, right? So they've got Rabada, they've got Nokia. Uh, both are probably going to be missing for the first game, maybe the second game, which is an issue for them. But actually. That is supported by the tormentors of England in the test matches of Ashwin and Akshar Patel. I mean, if you were to look for a couple of a left-arm spinner and a right-arm spinner combination, it proved deadly in the test matches. Max, do you think um, they're going to combine well again here for uh, for Delhi? Um, I don't think it'll be quite the same, uh, will it? But Ashwin is such a such a well seasoned and wily competitor that he is going to be a nightmare for whoever um, comes up against him. Akshar Patel, um, I don't see him being quite as devastating as uh, he was in the England series, but um, I can see him being difficult to uh, difficult to to get away consistently, given the the pace that he bowls at with his spin and um, and and that angle that he he bowls with. Um, so certainly a, a good spin twin to have, and uh, I would say uh, a level above what a lot of the other teams might have um including the uh, likely favorites and holders uh, jack um when you've spoken about axar patel you've said that he's probably going to only play a handful of tests in india he won't actually make that much of an impact on the global global cricket stage and you watched a hell of a lot of IPL last year. What, what are your thoughts on Axar? Well, so the reason I don't think Axar Patel is going to play 100 tests for India is that Ravi Jadeja exists. Um, and and out of India, the need for two Ravi Jadejas or, or even someone to augment Ashwin, uh, if you don't pick a, a, a second spinner, is uh, minimal. Um, 
Pathway. So I, the, the the possibly the the weak point or one of the weak points with Daily Capitals and one of the reasons why I overall am not so hot on them this year is that they don't really have a top line leg spinner. Now they kind of get away with that a little bit because they probably have the two best finger spinners in Ashwin and and Patel, but I do think that the the they can't get away from that reality and and that reality is that they have. Um, Two guys who aren't... I mean, Nashrin's maybe a bit more of a wicket threat, but Patel's just not really much of a wicket threat at all uh, for Delhi Capitals. So they last season, they managed to get away with that, I think, a little bit. So his 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 economy rate was reasonably low. But he didn't take it. He was taking more wickets a test match in, in against England than he managed in the entire IPL last year. I, I'm not sure I love that part of their lineup, if I'm honest. Um, so, so you talked about they don't have a leg spinner. So Amit Mishra, uh, Mishra is their leading wicket taker in the history of it. And I think he's what he's probably about thirty-five. Yeah, well, so <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, 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 that's really, a problem. And and I, I, so I mean, what do they bring him in for Patel? And then they they don't bat so deep. Do they play do, like who? Do, do they make some kind of decision between Mishra and Sharma, and then maybe go with three spinners, which again is not necessarily ideal, and probably means that you you you're giving overs to Stoyness that might not be optimal either i i just i I, i've been puzzling around that a little bit and i i I just don't know whether i love um patel and ashwin in the side the same side basically brilliant so in terms of their pace models i did mention rabard and i did mention norkia and i I don't think we need to go into loads of detail on them they are both really good um (laughs) and they are both really quite fast i think out of the uh Nokia was faster than Joffre Archer last year in in that lineup on the old speed gun in top ten deliveries. Um, they do have a little in- English contingent in the um, in the pace bowling front though. They have Chris Wokes, who has had a storming winter, um, being on holiday <laughs> to Sri Lanka and has been on holiday to India, um, and had a lovely time. Um, and then they also splashed out an obscene amount of money on someone we have panned for the last few. Uh, your last few India versus England uh, T20 and ODIs in Tom Curran. Um, Max, you are the Surrey man on the podcast. What is he doing in an IPL franchise? Um, yeah, good question. Isn't it? I, well, I mean, for that much money, I don't know what he's doing in an IPL franchise. I could see him being somewhere as a backup for slightly less, but for people to to bid the price that high after the season he had last year, which wasn't exactly um, elite. Uh, it's it's puzzling, but it's, um, yeah, perhaps it's that, that thing where he's, uh, that Jack mentioned, the recency bias of the BBL. He does quite well in the blast and people, you know, maybe they're still uh, expecting him to re- replicate that form on, on both the international stage and in IPL cricket. Uh, Dan, do you think there's ever a case of mistaken identity at an IPL auction? Um, it could it could be, but being being that Sam has already retained, I think that, that's very very different, and he's got a different name as well. I think that's quite that's quite tough. Um, I mean, like if it was like Ollie Robinson of Kent and Ollie Robinson of Sussex, and it got mixed up, I could kind of understand it. But but yeah, it's not not quite the same, and yeah, I kind of echo what you guys say about the the Tom Curran purchase. I the thing the crazy thing about this whole situation is he went for 5.25 crore. So 
And you have to get to 5.25 crore, you have to have interest from multiple teams at high prices. And that just blows my mind. If you look at Curran's economy in the last couple of years, it's really not good. Um, he domestically, uh, from 2019 onwards, his economy is 10.7 at the death and 8.8 uh, .8 in the power play. And broadly similar numbers for England as well in that time frame as well in terms of economy and T Twenty internationals. Um, yeah, don't I don't I don't understand why anyone would pay five point two five crore for an overseas player with those numbers. I just I just don't get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can bat a bit, but he's not nearly as a good a hitter as Sam, his brother, and. I just don't see where he fits in this lineup because we talked earlier about the spin options of, of Delhi. Now, if you want to pit Ashwin, Mishra, and Axar all in the same team, you have really have to compromise on your pace options. And probably you might have to leave Ishan Sharma out, for example, because you're going to pick Rabadio and Nokia as, as your two out and out paces. If if you if you want to go three paces, you would go probably Rabada, Nokia, Ishan, and then drop one of the spinners possibly at Axar Patel because I don't think many team IPL teams are going to want to go into a match without a leg spinner and Ashwin mm. obviously kind of picks himself. Um, so I just don't see, one, I don't see the logic of the price and two, I don't see how he fits into this team. So just <laughs> blew my mind a bit really. Maybe yeah. he's just there to, to tide him over while Rabada's away. They're just like, oh, we need somebody to bowl some overs. So, you know, oh, well, they're bidding for him. He must be good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll obviously be bid the price up again. <laughs> um, so, and so, yeah, the, the England's forgotten man, Chris Wokes, probably as, as well, probably ahead of him in the in the bowling lineup. I, I would hope to see, but I never know with the IPL kind of um, choices over and all the England choices for that matter on uh, Chris Wokes. Um, uh, Dan, you mentioned Ishant Sharma, so he was out injured for the last term um, IPL and didn't play too many games at all. Um, they've also got Umesh Yadav, who uh, you rate particularly highly, don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Umesh Yadav is a, a good power play bowler but I kind of draw the line after that and and that's an issue that I I have with one phase bowlers if you like is that it's yeah. very very difficult to get four four overs of positive expectation output out of them and and yeah uninspired by that and, and, and one one pace option that I'm quite interested in and I wonder if he might play a bit actually because he's realistically probably their only left arm pace option is Lukman Merriwala who who's a 29 year old but coming into the IPL for the for the first time now he took 31 wickets in the last two years of the Saeed Mushtaqadi trophy at an average of 12 so that's impressive. Uh, cost twenty lock. The only left armour in their in their bowling group, and I do I do think maybe if if Ishan doesn't play, he could, could he even be like a kind of a flyer that goes under the radar a little bit and has a good season. Mm -hmm. um, well, that kind of rounds up on on the player front. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of their chances, um, I think last year they. They did as well as they possibly could have done. Obviously, finishing runners up in the competition, but there was a bit where they were they were a distant second to Mumbai Indians. Um, Jack, do you think the changes that they've made in the lineup kind of has got them closer, or are they now further away from where they were last season? Uh, yeah, so like you, I thought last year that the that Delhi might be the team that could potentially step up a gear and challenge Mumbai this year. Um, some of their players were heading the right way in terms of age towards peaks 
Uh, I thought they'd have the opportunity to reshuffle their deck in terms of overseas players. And, uh, you know, interestingly, this auction was also quite well set up for them in that the 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 big spenders or the, the big money went on, on pace bowlers, overseas pace bowlers, which they don't need. They have Rabada and Nokia. They, did, they just didn't need to get involved in that market. They could have swept up on whichever batter they wanted, basically, and been able to outbid anyone knowing that they didn't have to cover their ass. Uh, by picking up a pace at another time, they didn't do any of that though. They got on, they they bought Steve Smith, and they might get away with that because Shreya Shreya is out injured. That could have been like an all-time dumb decision, and it probably like you know like in terms of like judging process, we probably should be thinking about that. The reality is they might need someone like Steve Smith around a little bit at the moment. I still think you can put together a lineup without him that would be very effective and and might actually be better than what they'll end up playing. Uh, but, you know, I think he will play now and he'll cover that, that IO role. Um, to answer your question about whether they've got any closer, I don't think so. I think they're, they're, they're probably further away. I actually, you know, would question whether this team's capable of making the playoffs. I'm just not excited by really any of their players. I mean, I, I'm looking through it. I, I'm like, who on that list? There's, there's not really any fear factor with the bat. There's not an awful lot of fear factor with the ball, besides maybe Rabada. And even Rabada goes at nine and over in the IPL. Like, he takes a lot of wickets. Really, really good strike rate. I think it's about 13. Um, but he, he, he's spenny. A very expensive bowler. So I think, I think I slightly disagree on the bowling front. I think Nokia has come on and shown that he's actually a quality short format bowler in the in the, in the recent years. Um, I think that Ashwin is, as we always say, is a canny operator and can win them games. Um, I also think that their lineup in terms of kind of having Darwin in there, yes, Hales would have made this team miles better. It would have made it a completely different proposition at that top of the order. Um, but I do think that altogether, the fact that they've kept their squad in a relatively kind of similar manner. I can't see them falling out of the playoffs, and I can't see them doing any work. Like maybe third, if one of two things doesn't go their way. I don't know. I just don't. I'm just looking at that, and I'm not buying it. I think the other teams have improved weak spots, and and maybe the reason Delhi looked comparatively good last year was they were playing in a bit of a weak field. I mean, I just I'm looking at that. I I really don't like that their leg spinners ancient and and you know probably the worst of the 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 front line leg spinners um even ashwin has probably seen better days in limited overs cricket if we're being honest i mean like there's a lot there's a a big name big name but you know you're constructing a franchise do you want ashwin or do you want to take a pun on ravi bishnoi i'd probably go ravi bishnoi you know and and that might be a big call, and you could say that's sort of vaguely insane. But I just think <laughs> that the the upside on a twenty year old leg spinner who's who's going in the right direction versus a finger spinner who clearly is prioritising red ball cricket at this point in his career. Has got no ambition really to get back in the India, or, or no serious ambition, I think, to get back in the white ball India team. Um, I, I, I just don't see that comparison there, to be honest. And then, you know, like Prithvi Shaw couldn't buy a run last year. Shikhar Darwan, decent anchoring open bat, opening batter, not particularly scary. Rahane, he's a test match player. Smith, test match player. Stoinis, is he your number five? Is he the best number five that teams in the IPL? Is he, is he even a particularly competitive number five? I mean, Dan's explained it already. 
He's a guy who doesn't have a particularly high peak strike rate, which is exactly what you want from, from a guy back number five. Then you have Rishabh Pant, and that's basically the whole team is resting on him having an insane IPL. And I don't even know where they're going to bat him. I mean, I, I think there's a serious possibility that Ricky Ponting has him batting six, which would be mental, like completely mental. And like the, one of the most the, the sort of dumb things you could possibly do. And I, and I have a feeling that they'll they'll conspire to do that. And if they don't, who's batting six? I mean, like, is, is maybe it becomes Stoinis, or maybe Smith bats there. It's just so many like things that don't make sense about this lineup this year. In my Perfect. book, anyway. Perfect. That is what that is what we want at the podcast. Um, right. So in terms <laughs> of their kit, let's just talk about the kit. It is. It is boring. It is, it's like this is this is like somebody has gone into like a like a t-shirt generator and just gone. Oh, I like a I like a tiger. Let's have a oh watermark of a tiger. Bit of blue, bit of red. Um, you're not going to buy it compared to some of the other ones. Um, in terms of why you should support them, Rishabh Pant, Ravi Ashwin. Yep. But oh, I'm, I'm struggling. With you like the second most populated city on the planet. <laughs> don't know um but there is those bit where they're not a team that are, you are actively going out of your way to be like i'm a Delhi capitals fan but we are we like to be proven wrong um max there's a couple of uh twitter questions and i'm going to come to uh you first um will the captaincy impact on rishab pan as much as i alluded to earlier or do you think actually he's gonna he's gonna be rishab pan is gonna rishab pan i don't think it'll affect him I just don't know how good he is as a captain. I don't know what his uh, experience is, um, and it, it might uh, it it might so it might it might affect the team uh, more than it would affect Richard Pamp. I don't see Richard Pamp being the kind of person who would be uh, that impacted by the burden of uh, of captaincy. He'd probably just laugh it off. But what I would say is that with uh, people like Rahani and Ashwin around him, he's got a good support team. Um, to help him out uh, in in those situations, so I, I think it'll be okay. Okay, well, thank you very much for I am underscore v twenty five for that question. Uh, Dan, coming to you next. Um, Lalit Yadav mm. is a good finisher in domestic cricket. Is that true? <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> secondly, can we can you ex- can you see him playing any of the games? Okay, sorry, I'm just just first of all, I'm just. Recovering from falling off my chair after Jack said that uh, Steve Smith might bat six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I didn't wow. say that, but I just can't see like how no, do you no, fit yeah, it in. I know so. what you mean. Yeah, they might, they might actually think it's a good idea, which is really <laughs> the worst, the worst decision of all time. I think out in a strong heat. Larry um, <laughs> 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 Biarab is okay. So this is so interesting because a lot of the IPL franchises they pick guys at like 20 lark or whatever is just like squad fillers as i think in one of the other podcasts ross might have talked about them as just traveling on the bus with the with <laughs> the superstars kind of thing but but the delhi have gone down a different road and they actually look like they've done some half decent research into some viable squad players at, at that low price point and Lalit Yadav, Yadav is clearly one of them. He's got a strong boundary percentage as a real hitter and an off-spin all-rounder. The problem is, for Yadav, is that you don't need two off-spinners in the same team because they only really match up well against left-handers and there's not that many left-handers generally. So, for Lalit Yadav to play, they need to draw Ashwin. 
and I'm not quite convinced that that, that will happen. Um, I, don't, I don't know if, if Ashwin mancads someone again, Ponting will lose <laughs> his mind and he'll have to drop him. Maybe that was the thinking about giving the captaincy to Richard Pan. I didn't want Ashwin to have extra uh, kind of responsibility <laughs> to stop strip him of the mancad. Um, <laughs> but but another, another player as well. I mentioned Merawala earlier, but there's also Ripal Patel who's hit almost 30% boundaries in the last two years of side Mushtaq Ali as well. So they kind of have a few players at that low price who who could do a good job for them and kind of come out from nowhere really and, and, and be a potential star. And I'm quite excited to see if Delhi give them an opportunity as opposed to kind of the, the veteran season names Jack mentioned kind of earlier, I think, about the having a lot of test match players in in, in their group. And I, I would much rather see a, a Ripal Patel given a chance than a Steve Smith and then use the overseas slot for someone else. Okay, well, uh, Jack, you've given us a, uh, a rousing endorsement of uh, why Delhi aren't going to make the playoffs. And uh, I, do, I, well, do... I would say I think they'll be fifth or sixth. I, I think they have a chance. I don't think they're. I don't think mm. they're Rajasthan Royals awful. Um, but I, I also don't think. I, I, I think that we've talked about three or four better teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max and Dan. Uh, Max, do you first playoffs or no playoffs? I think they will actually. I uh, I disagree with with Jack because um, although what I do agree with is that they haven't improved the team in terms of the auction and what they could have done. I think last year they were comfortably the closest challengers to Mumbai Indians, and where they fell down was a lack of uh, striking. And I think part of that was because Rishabh Pant scored a strike rate of 110 last year, and he looks like a new man. So I suppose what I'm saying is kind of in agreement with Jack in that the entire team rests on Rishabh Pant's shoulders. But <laughs> if he performs like he has done this winter, then there's every chance he could propel them to uh, to a, a top two spot. And Dan, let's finish on you. Um, okay, so my notes on Delhi's chances in advance. I wrote, completely ignored the requirements at auction, but still <laughs> one of the better sides. But there's a big caveat there, in my opinion, because... We spoke a bit earlier about the availability of the South African pace bowlers, Rabada and Nokia. And if if they're unavailable for any of the tournament, that that's the huge caveat. Because if you're replacing Rabada with Tom Curran, that that is a significant downgrade. Uh, and um, I would be much less bullish on their chances then. And I think that they would really struggle if they lose Rabada and Nokia for any any decent amount of time in the tournament. Yeah, the, the Rabada Tom Curran thing is kind of like getting rid of fibre optic broadband and getting dial up, isn't it? <laughs> um, anyway, that's a that's a nice that way to finish. Today? <laughs> uh, that's a nice way to finish. So uh, that has been the uh, our review of Delhi Capitals. Um, we've got one team next on our final podcast, um, which is Mumbai Indians. So uh, catch that. Podcast Network.